wasn't sure I was going to um, <clears throat> be able to really even do a show this month. Uh, started out pretty normal. Um, March did. Talking more, yeah. Talking. Talk. You guys are talking. We are talking oh, really? A lot of talkers. I would agree with that. This podcast <laughs> is called Erase the Filter. Erase the Filter. Erase the Filter. I released the last episode of Erase the Filter on the last day of February, which is what I'm trying to do is uh, release them on the last day of the month. And um, March seemed like it would be pretty cool. Um, maybe a pretty good month. I had some ideas about meditation um, and doing a show about that, about mindfulness, um, which I guess I'll just save and maybe do it another time. Or maybe we do need that shit right now. <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, maybe I should just insert some stuff about meditation right about here. When you think about mindfulness, maybe this is what you think about. My friend Jose Johnson gave a talk about mindfulness during the first week of March at the candy factory. You think mindfulness is an Eastern religious practice that requires you to give up your worldly possessions. It requires you to give up sex and shave your head okay i've only done one of the above jose doesn't have any hair some people think mindfulness is meditating while you twist your body up like a pretzel saying mantras and being one with the universe while spending hundreds of dollars on the newest lululemon tights or some people think it's this it's giving up eating meat and dairy products it's only wearing natural fibers it's giving up on commercialism and personal hygiene. It's sitting around <laughs> singing Kumbaya. Or this is a clinical definition, the scientific definition. Mindfulness is the self-regulation of attention with an attitude of curiosity, openness, and acceptance. Now, which one of these is correct? This is my favorite saying of all times. Any book, anywhere, this is my go-to. It's from the Tao Te Ching. It's the foundation of the Taoist philosophy. And it says the Tao, and the Tao means in Chinese, it means the way, like the universal principle. Okay? The Tao, which can be named, is not the true Tao. This is the first verse in the first sentence of this book, and it sets the framework. And this is my personal philosophy. The Tao which can be named is not the true Tao. And what that basically means is, as soon as you define something, it stops being what it truly is. So this is March 2020. It's like a 9-11 moment. Where this period will forever be associated with COVID-19. A disease caused by a virus, coronavirus. A coronavirus is like an umbrella term for a group of viruses that cause diseases like SARS, MERS, or COVID-19. Did you know that the CO is for corona, and the VI is for virus, and the D is for disease? No fucking idea what happened to the first 18 of those. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the 19 is for 2019. Around the globe, people are under lockdown or quarantine or stay-at-home orders. People are staying at home, at home, 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 if you're lucky enough to have a home. Even though we all knew that we were all looking at too many screens for too long, we're now at home looking at more screens for a lot longer. 
The screen thing was a problem for me, like most people, even before the mandate to stay home. So I started reading a book, like one made out of paper. I was thinking about the fact that um, 30 years ago, a lot of shit happened. That was, mm-hmm. that was that spring of cheap wine. That's right. We were in Campbell Hall. I first heard Chris and Cozy on um, the Best O' Gordo mixtape. <laughs> I wish I right still on. had that tape. I, I, blue side, pink side. I wish I still in had that. In 1990, Dave Bellard and I both lived in Campbell Hall on the campus of Clarion University of Pennsylvania. We were freshmen. He was called Gordo. I was called J.C., Dave came from Pittsburgh and was tapped into flavors of alternative music that I had never been exposed to. You introduced me to Legendary Pink Dots on that tape, Cocteau Twins. In 1990, there was probably like Chris and Cozy, Front 242, mm-hmm. Meet Beat Manifesto, um, who else? Greater Than One. Yeah. A lot of wax tracks, and Chris and Cozy were wax tracks. I mean, that's how I uh, first got into them. Chris and Cozy, Put Yourself in Los Angeles, October Love Song, Stolen Kisses, Silent Cry, Trust. These were songs that opened up a whole new idea of what music could be for me. Chris Carter and Cozy Fanny Tootie. Chris and Cozy. In the late 1970s, Cozy was part of a performance art collective called Coombe Transmissions with her partner Genesis P. Orridge. Out of that group formed the band Throbbing Gristle with Chris Carter and Peter Christofferson. Together they launched Industrial Records, which became known as the namesake of the industrial music genre, a genre based heavily in electronics with an abrasive, experimental, and often transgressive sound. That band, Throbbing Gristle, splintered in 1981 with Carter and Fanny Tootie forming Chris and Cozy, and Genesis and Christofferson forming Psychic TV. Christofferson later went on to form Coil with John Balance. I first got into Psychic TV. That was the first band I got into, and that was in the mid-'80s. Okay. I bought uh, their album Allegory and Self, um, which is right before they started doing the their Acid House stuff. So it was like their last rock album, and I was also getting into Wax Tracks at the same time. Wax Tracks was a record label based in Chicago in the 1980s. It featured a lot of industrial music. In 2017, Cozy Fanny Tootie released an autobiography called Art, Sex, Music. It sat on my shelf since its release, a very daunting, thick book, until the beginning of 2020 when it came time for me to start reading again. Books made from paper. As a side note, all of the music in this segment is from the early Chris and Cozy catalog of the 1980s, used with permission. Check the show post for song titles and links. I really loved her book. Like, I really, I thought it was fantastic. She's got a great writing style, right? She presented a tremendous amount of information, 500 pages of information that isn't necessarily relevant for someone like me. Uh, You know, I'm a peripheral fan. I I have seven or eight records. So there was just this tremendous amount of information that um, I wouldn't necessarily have been looking for. 
But it, I found it very compelling to read about it. And I started to really understand those characters and grow a, a sincere appreciation for what they did and and how they did it. Um, right. I think the one takeaway for me from that book was the respect I have for Chris Carter. Yeah. Like, wow. I, 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 it, it makes me want to go back and just study his entire life's work. Chris and Cozy have been musical partners and life partners since the late 1970s. Cozy's mantra has always been, my life is my art, my art is my life. But her art expands well beyond the music she made. She may, in fact, be most known for the controversial prostitution exhibition by Coombe Transmissions in 1976 at the Institute of Contemporary Arts in London. Cozy had previously entered the world of pornography as a performance art piece for the purpose of having herself photographed and published and then incorporating the published images in her own artwork. Prostitution featured much of that work, as well as the official launch and first gig of Throbbing Gristle. The controversial exhibition actually inspired a debate in the House of Commons where one MP referred to them as, quote, wreckers of civilization, unquote. Cozy continued her performance art actions throughout her life and remains an internationally known performance artist. But in the shadows behind his own inventions and self-built synthesizers sits Chris Carter. He was clearly the musical master behind the works of Throbbing Gristle, Chris and Cozy, and all the subsequent projects that followed. His focus is about the music and the sound, not the spotlight. The Cozy book for me uh, was never really hearing her voice, frankly, never really hearing any of her opinions about anything. Even less Chris Carter, even still, even to this day. Right. Chris Carter hasn't written a book. Chris Carter doesn't really do a lot of interviews. Chris Carter really doesn't care what you think or what you don't. You know, he builds his machines and uh, he makes advances in music. Yeah, that's really interesting. Compared to the other materials you've read about those bands, what was this book like? For one, it's good to hear... um, Cozy's voice and her writing style is really good. She has a a, almost a journalistic style where it's really factual. It doesn't feel embellished. Uh, The beginning of each section was an excerpt from her diary. Yeah, so she wrote a she wrote a diary every day. So it's not surprising that it reads. Yeah, very fact based. What was interesting was to get a little bit more. I mean, for me, as a fan of Psychic TV and Coil, to get her opinions about all of those people, and you learned a little bit more about, like, for myself, one of the things as a, as a big Psychic TV fan has been, you know, over the past two decades or so, even though he's been more and more, I guess, celebrated in the contemporary art circles, it was really interesting to get a little bit more perspective on on Genesis's really sort of abusive nature and a little bit more confirmation about the reason why he cannot retain. He couldn't. He's dead now, too. uh, But he couldn't retain partnerships. He could not foster creative uh, collaborations that that were that would last and i think that's owing a lot to to who he is uh but i had known that because i had actually spoken i do genesis i mean 
briefly and peripherally uh, just working on a few things with labels that he was on and and with him. You know, I wanted to do a book with him, which he was very interested in in the late 90s. But at that time, that's when I just in the conversations that I had with him and just some of the back and forth, I realized that, you know, his his transactional nature and um, and 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 then I started talking to other people around him uh, who had worked with him and and you know started to get a much more fuller picture of who he was so from that perspective it was interesting to uh her book was very interesting to me because she sort of be as as somebody who was with him you know as his girlfriend it was interesting to see to hear that you know her side of this and some pretty shocking stuff actually Genesis P. Orridge died on March 14th, 2020, right in the middle of my reading this book. It was weird to have the news of his death come across my phone while reading about Throbbing Gristle reuniting in the early 2000s. As narcissists do, they force their way into the narrative even long after the fact. Dave and I commented on how even though we were talking about a book written by and about Cozy, we still spent a considerable amount of time talking about Genesis. But it seems there was a positive outcome to starting her journey with such negativity. One of the big things that I took away from the book was that her abusive relationship with him, I feel like contrasted with Chris when they got together so dramatically that it springboarded her into her own creativity and her own confidence in her own artwork. It's almost like the negative part of her early relationship with Genesis was so bad that when she and Chris got together, it like was so good that it just propelled her for decades. Yeah, it was a very beautiful love story. I felt mm-hmm. that that part of it was. Um, I don't know. I just I gained so much respect for the two of them and what they what they did. They've stuck with it. And they've evolved, but they've respected their own past. It was it was a very inspiring story, and I I really appreciate her more as, as an artist after having read it yeah. yeah that's it i i i agree art sex music is a great book and if you're familiar with chris and cozy or any related artists like throbbing gristle psychic tv coil or coom transmissions you should dive into it especially if you find yourself with unexpected free time due to COVID 19. like i'm going who's this guy Trump visits Virginia to see off hospital ship despite Trump travel says he'll warnings. Two week despite repeated warnings, political events and non essential travel during the coronavirus outbreak, Donald Trump was said to visit the Virginia, Virginia on Saturday. Fuck. Coronavirus. COVID 19. Yeah, it was out there back in February, sort of a side story on the news. Um, I'm sure there were people who work in healthcare who were thinking, shit, man, fasten your seatbelts. This is going to get real. I don't think anyone in my circles could have imagined the state that we're now in as I write this, coming into the last week of March. All non-life-sustaining businesses are closed in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Like zillions of others on the planet, Anne and I have taken to connecting with other humans online through virtual gatherings over web conferencing platforms like Zoom. And of course, when in Rome, you spin up a live stream show for everyone who is spending way too much time on the Facebook. 
So we thought about, okay, if we were going to do a little live stream um, and wanted to do something late night. <laughs> hey, this is late night for me. This is happy hour for me. <laughs> um, so we compromised. We said, okay, we'll do a late night show at 9 o'clock. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Sandy's drinking some bad Chardonnay right now. <laughs> Congratulations to Sandy on your bad Chardonnay. Joy, your, Got some your Cabernet in the horrible house. choice in Chardonnays. So how are you taking the load off? So we're seeing walking, which is great. Get some exercise. Uh, walking's important. Um, I actually uh, think we've walked more in the last uh, two days. <laughs> I think this showed oh, us, at least you. from a, a social perspective, <laughs> all the things that we do uh, socializing and all the people that we socialize with on a regular basis. Um, and it's, it's, it's challenging, especially if you are extroverted like we both are. Oh, man, this um, is the big question on my mind right now is, the fuck does this look like at the end of April? Yeah, I did start to meditate again. And frankly, getting myself right as we head straight into the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic ain't a bad idea. I was reminded about how effective a meditation practice can be during a conversation I had recently with Marquise Lupton. This was back in December for another podcast I produced called Doers. Marquise is a local podcaster and a media guy, and our real conversation had nothing to do with meditation. But during the pre-show, this happened. Five-minute meditation before meetings. Mm. And just really center myself. It sounds kind of woo-woo, but it really wasn't. It was very practical. I, I completely understand. What I had learned, or what I was introduced to, was this concept of, you know, it was the it was the disengagement of the story. So if I'm if I'm at a meeting with you, mm -hmm. and I recognize for myself that I am not my thought. Okay, mm -hmm. so just think about that for a second. Think about the fact that you're not your. <laughs> if you can if you can recognize your thinking, right, then you are not the thought. Mm. by nature right you can't it, there is something other than thought right if you can acknowledge that you're thinking fucking psychedelic, psychedelic ambient half speed vinyl mix so, so if that's the case the concept was that you are bigger than your thoughts your thoughts mm. your mind your egoic mind is part of your whole being right right um, and it the egoic mind is the thing that wants confrontation mm -hmm. it's the thing that gets angry it's the thing that gets contentious mm. it's the thing that wants to either win or lose right so it either wants to be the winner so that it can say i'm right and you're wrong mm -hmm. or it wants to be a victim oh say oh. these things are happening to me that's mm -hmm. the story we create the ego wants either one mm -hmm. the middle is where the ego doesn't want to be okay because the the acknowledgement that there is thought means that the ego is not you and therefore the ego can be sort of diminished and you can work through stress. Mm. You can work through anger. You can work that. through these things, right? So if that's the case, then you are in the same position that I'm in. Mm -hmm. So the way this would work in a contentious meeting or a, a high stakes meeting is if my, if my client or my stakeholder is pissed off about something, mm -hmm. then I'm looking at that person and saying it's not the person it's the person's egoic mind uh, that is getting angry. Right. The person is neutral. The person mm -hmm. is another human being, and we are the same. Mm -hmm. So I need to treat that person with respect regardless of what that person's ego is doing. Uh, I love that. You, see, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. Fucking psychedelic, Fucking ambient, half-speed vinyl mix. So it, it, it put me in a position then where I wouldn't escalate. Mm -hmm. So a client could berate me. Right. 
and or a member of my team and say, you're, you're, you're screwing this up and you're way over budget and what are we going to do about it? And I can, I, because I had centered myself before and kind of refreshed that, I would say, well, let's solve the problem together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that diffuses contention respectfully and with and, and acknowledging that I need to I need to treat this other person with dignity mm-hmm. diffuses that whole fight right and then I can say well yeah you're right there's a problem people please listen to doctors and scientists listen to experts don't listen to politicians stay safe stay in listen to podcasts this is Jason Mundock thanks for listening to erase the filter Show notes can be found at erasethefilter.com, and if you have feedback about the show, feel free to email me at jmundok, J-M-U-N-D-O-K, at gmail.com. And always remember, open your mind, be yourself, erase the filter.